Well, hello, friends, brothers and sisters, children of God. 
Welcome back to Jack the Bridge. I know it's been a long time since our last visit together. Just about four months. It would be four months tomorrow. And so much has happened personally, spiritually, work-wise, uh, in my life that I've, I've delayed the continuation that I had promised um, regarding 1 Kings. Uh, there, there are many stories that, uh, that I could put together to explain this hiatus or sabbatical. But in reviewing what I'd like to read you, I'm going to cut right to the chase. And um, actually, I want to begin with the final verses or verse of Kings 16. Kings 16, 1 Kings 16, 29. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab the son of Omri began to reign over Israel. And Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years, and Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all that were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, he took for wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. He erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built to Samaria. And Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In the days of Hiel, of Bethel, built Jericho. He laid his foundation at the cost of Abiram, his firstborn, and set up his gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. Now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. And the word of the Lord came to him. Depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Sherith that is east of the Jordan. You shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and dwelt by the brook Sherith that is east of the, the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. 
Then the word of the Lord came to him, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a cruise. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Fear not, go and do as I have said. But first make me a little cake of it, and bring it to me, and afterward make it for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, The jar of meal shall not be spent, and the cruise of oil shall not fail until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went, and he did as Elijah said. And she and he and her household ate for many days, and the jar of meal was not spent. Neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. After this, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became ill. And his illness was so severe that there was no breath left him in him. And she said to Elijah, What have you against me, O man of God? You have come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to cause the death of my son. And he said to her, Give me your son. And he took him from her bosom and carried him into the upper chamber where he lodged and laid upon his own bed. And he cried to the Lord, O Lord, my God, hast thou brought calamity even upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? Then he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried to the Lord, O Lord, my God, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived and Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper chamber into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, See, your son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. After many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria, and Ahab called Obadiah, who was over the household. Now Obadiah revered the Lord greatly, and when Jezebel cut off the prophets from the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in a cave, and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land 
to all the springs of water and to all the valleys. Perhaps we may find grass and save the horses and mules alive and not lose some of the animals. So they divided the land between them to pass through it. Ahab went in one direction by himself and Obadiah went in another direction by himself. Now, I'm not sure how well this is recording, but you may feel the intense rainfall landing just over my head. Anyway, back to the bridge. First Kings 18.7 And as Obadiah was on his way, behold, Elijah met him, and Obadiah recognized him and fell on his face and said, is it you, my lord Elijah? And he answered him, It is I. Go, tell your lord, behold, Elijah is here. And he said, Wherein I have sinned that you would give your servant into the hand of Ahab to kill me. As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom, whither my lord has not sent to seek you. And when they say he is not here, he would take an oath of the kingdom or nation that they had not found you. And now you say, go tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And as soon as I have gone from you, the spirit of the Lord will carry you whither I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab that he cannot find you, he will kill me. Although I, your servant, have revered the Lord from my youth, has it not been told, my Lord, that I did when Je what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifties in a cave and fed them with bread and water? And now you say, go tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And he will kill me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him. And Ahab went to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you? You troubler of Israel. When, and he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you have and your father's house because you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and followed the Baals. Now, therefore, send and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel, and the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent to all the people of Israel, and he gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. And Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you go limping with two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I, even I only 
am left, a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men? Let two bulls be given to us, and let them choose one bull for themselves, and cut it to pieces, and lay it on the wood, but put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull to lay it on the wood, and put no fire to it. And you call on the name of your Lord God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by the fire, he is God. And all the people answered, it is well spoken. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first, for you are many. And call on the name of your God, and put no fire to it. And then they took the bull which was given them, and they prepared it, and called on the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice, and no one answered. And they limped about the altar which they had made. And at noon, Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is amusing, or he has gone aside, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. And they cried aloud, and they cut themselves after the custom with their swords and lances until the blood gushed upon them. And as midday passed, They raved on and on. The time of the offspring of the oblation, but there was no voice. No one answered. No one heeded. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near me. And all the people came near him and he prepared the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name, in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order, and cut the bull to pieces, and laid it on the wood. And he said, Fill four jars with water, and pour it on the burnt offering. And on the wood. And he said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water ran round about the altar and filled the trench also with water. And at the time of the offering of the oblation, Elijah and the prophet came near and said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, Let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me that this people may know that thou, O Lord, art God and that thou hast turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, 
they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elijah said to them, seize the prophets of Baal. Let not one of them escape. And they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and killed them there. And Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink. For there is a sound of the rushing of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he bowed himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And at the seventh time, he said, Behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising out of the sea. And he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. And in a little while, the heavens grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode up and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So may the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid and he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at the head a cake baked on hot stones and jar of water, and he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat else your journey will be too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and went in strength of the food of that 40 days and 40 nights to Hura, the mount of God. And there he came to a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very, very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even 
I only am left and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, go forth to stand upon the mount before the Lord and behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. And the Lord was not in the wind. Then after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire still a small voice. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars and slain thy prophets with the sword. And even I only am left and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, go return your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazel to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be the king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, and Abel-Menoth, oh boy, you shall anoint to be a prophet in your place. And him who escapes from the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay. And him who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yes, I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have bowed to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him. So he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he was with the 12th, Elijah, passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, go back again, for what have I done to you? And he returned from following him and took the yoke of the oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the yokes of the oxen and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered to him. Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his army together. Thirty-two kings were with him and horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it. And he sent messengers into the city of Ahab, king of Israel, and said to him, Thus says Ben-Hadad, your silver and your gold are mine. Your fairest wives and children are also mine. And the king of Israel answered, As you say, my lord, O king, I am yours and all that I have. The messengers came again and said, Thus says Ben-Hadad, I sent to you, saying, Deliver to me your silver and your gold, your wives and your children. Nevertheless, I will send my servants to you tomorrow about this time, and they shall search your house and your houses of your servants 
and lay hands on whatever pleases them and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark now and see how this man is seeking trouble. For he sent me, he sent to me for my wives and my children and for my silver and my gold and did, and I did not refuse him. All and all the elders, all the people said to him, do not heed or consent. So he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, All that you first demanded of your servant I will do, but this thing I cannot do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, The gods do so to me and more also, if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people who follow me. And the king of Israel answered, Tell him, Let not him with girds on his armor boast himself as he that puts it off. When Ben-Hadad heard this message, as he was drinking with the kings in the booths, he said to his men, Take your positions. And they took their positions against the city. And behold, A prophet came near Ahab, the king of Israel, and said, Thus says the Lord, Have you been all this great multitude, seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will give it into your hand this day, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? He said, Thus says the Lord, By the servants of the governors of the districts. Then he said, Who? shall begin the battle. He answered, You. Then he mustered the servants of the governors of the districts, and they were 232. And after them he mustered all the people of Israel, 7,000. And they went out at noon. While Ben-Shadad was drinking himself drunk in the booths, he and 32 kings who helped him. The servants of the governors of the districts went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out scouts, and they reported to him, Men are coming out from Samaria, he said. If they have come out for peace, take them alive. Or if they have come out for war, take them alive. So they went out to the city and the servants of the governors of the district and the army which followed them. And they each killed his man. The Syrians fled and Israel pursued them. But when Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped on a horse with horsemen, and the king of Israel went out and captured the horses and chariots and killed the Syrians with great slaughter. Then the prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Come, strengthen yourself and consider well what you have to do. For in the spring, the king of Syria will come up against you. And the servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their gods are gods of hills, and so they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And do this, remove the kings, each from his post, and put commanders in their places, and muster an army like the army that you have lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot. 
and we will fight against them. In the plain and surely we shall be stronger than they and be hearkened and he hearkened to their voice and did so. In the spring, Ben-Hadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And the people of Israel were mustered and were provisioned and went against them. The people of Israel encamped before them like two little flocks of goats. But the Syrians filled the country. And a man of God came near and said to the king of Israel, Thus says the Lord, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is a God of the hills, and he is not a God of the valleys. Therefore, I will give all this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And they encamped opposite one another seven days. And on the seventh day, the battle was joined, and the people of Israel smote of the Syrians and a hundred thousand foot soldiers in the day, and the rest fled into the city of Aphek. And the wall fell upon twenty seven thousand men that were left. Ben Hadad also fled and entered an inner chamber in the city, and his servant said to him, Behold now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us put sackcloth on our loins and ropes upon our heads and go out to the king of Israel. Perhaps he will spare your life. So they girded sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their heads and went to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Pray, let me live. And he said, Does he still live? He is my brother. Now the men were watching for an omen. And they quickly took it up from him and said, Yes, your brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go and bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came forth to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. And Ben-Hadad said to him, The cities which my father took from your father I will restore, and you may establish bazaars, for yourself in Damascus, as my father did in Samaria. And Ahab said, I will let you go on these terms. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. And a certain man of the sons of the prophet said to the fellow at the command of the Lord, Strike me, I pray. But the man refused to strike him. Then he said to him, Because you have not obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as you have gone from me, a lion shall kill you. And as soon as he had departed from him, a lion met him and killed him. Then he found another man and said, Strike me, I pray. And the man struck him, smiting and wounding him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way, disguising himself with a bandage over his eyes. And as the king passed, he cried to the king and said, Your servant went out into the midst of the battle, and behold, a soldier turned and brought a man to me and said, Keep this man, if by any means he may be missing. Your life 
shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent, a talent of silver. And as your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. The king of Israel said to him, so shall your judgment be. You yourself have decided it. Then he made haste to take the bandage away from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized him as one of the prophets. And he said to him, Thus says the Lord, Because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I devoted to destruction, therefore your life shall go for his life, and your people for his people. And the king of Israel went to his house resentful and sullen and came to Samaria. Now Naboth and Jezreelite had a vineyard in Jezreel beside the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And after this, Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is near my house, and I will give you a better vineyard for it. Or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its value in money. But Nabal said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. And Ahab went into his house, vexed and sullen, because of what Naboth the Jezreelite had said to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And as he lay down on his bed and turned away his face and would eat no food. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so vexed that you eat no food? And he said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth, the Jezreelite. And he said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it please you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. And Jezebel, his wife, said to him, Do you now govern Israel? Arise and eat bread and let your heart be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth and Jezreelite. So she wrote letters to Ahab's, in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal. And she sent the letters to the elders of the nobles who dwelt with Naboth in the city. And she wrote in the letters, Proclaim a fast and set Naboth on high among the people and set two base fellows opposite him and let them bring a charge against him, saying, You have cursed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. And the men of his city, the elders and the nobles who dwelt in this city, did as Jezebel had sent word to them. As it was written in the letters which she had sent to them, they proclaimed a fast and set Naboth high among the people. And the two base fellows came in and sat opposite them. And the base fellows brought a charge against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth, curse God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned. He is dead. As soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth 
had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. And as soon as Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, the king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone to take possession. And you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, Have you killed and also taken possession? And you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, In the place where dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, shall the dogs lick your own blood. Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, O my enemy? He answered, I have found you, because you have sold yourself to what is evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon you. I will utterly sweep away and will cut off Ahab from Ahab every male, bond or free in Israel. And I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah. For the anger to which you have provoked me, and because you have made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel, the Lord also said, The dog shall eat Jezebel within the bounds of Jezreel. Anyone belonging to Ahab who dies in the city, the dogs shall eat. And anyone of his... Who dies in the open country, the birds of the air shall eat. There was none who sold himself to what was evil in the sight of the Lord like Ahab, whom Jezebel his wife incited. He did very abominably in going after idols. And the Amorites, as the Amorites have done, whom the Lord cast out before the people of Israel. And when Ahab heard those words, he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went about dejectedly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite saying, Have you seen Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring evil in his days, but in his son's days, I will bring evil upon his house. For three years, Syria and Israel continued without war. But in the third year, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said to the servants, Do you know that Romoth Gilead brings to us, and that we keep quiet and do not take it out of the hand of the king of Syria? And he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to the battle of Ramothagilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. 
And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, inquire first for the, for the word of the Lord. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said to them, Shall I go to battle against Ramoth Gilead, and shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord will give it into the hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here another prophet of the Lord whom we may inquire? And the king of Israel took Jehoshaphat, said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, Micaiah, the son of Imlah. But I hate him, for he never prophesies good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. Then the king of Israel summoned an officer and said, Bring quickly Micaiah, son of Imlah. And now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, were sitting on their thrones, arrayed in their robes at the threshing floor, the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets were prophesying before them. And Zedekiah, the king of Shanana, made for himself horns of iron and said, Thus says the Lord, with these you shall push the Syrians until they are destroyed. And all the prophets prophesied so and said, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and triumph. The Lord will give it into the hand of the king. And the messenger who went to summon Micaiah said to him, Behold, the words of the prophets and the one accord are favorable to the king. Let your word be like the word of one of them and speak favorably. But Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, what the Lord says to me, I will speak. And when he had come to the king and the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle or shall we forbear? And he answered him, go up and triumph. The Lord will give it into the hand of the king. But the king said to him, How many times shall I adjure you that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the mountains as sheep and have no, that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let each return to his home in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? And Micaiah said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of the heavens standing behind him, behind him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab that he may go up and fall on Ramoth Gilead? And one said one thing, and another said the other. Then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord, saying, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, By what means? And he said, I will go forth and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, 
you are to entice him, and you shall succeed. Go forth and do so. And therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit to the mouth of all your prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. Then Zedekiah the son of Shanana came near and struck Micaiah on the cheek and said, How did the Spirit of the Lord go from me to speak to you? And Micaiah said, Behold, you shall see on that day when you go into the inner chamber to hide yourself. Then the king of Israel said, Seize Micaiah and take him back to the Ammon to Ammon, the governor of the city, to the Joash king's son, and say, Thus says the king, Put this fellow in prison, and feed him with scant fare of bread and water, until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If you return in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, Hear all you peoples, so the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went to Ramoth-Gilead. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into battle, but you swear, your, you wear your robes. And the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the 32 captains of his chariots, Fight with neither small nor great, but only with the king of Israel. And when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, they said, It is surely the king of Israel. So they turned to fight against him. And Jehoshaphat cried out, and when the captains of the chariots saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. But a certain man drew his bow at a venture and struck the king of Israel between the scale and the armor and the breastplate. Therefore he said to the driver of his chariot, Turn about and carry me out of battle, for I am wounded. And the battle grew hot that day, and the king was propped up in his chariot facing the Syrians until the evening when he died. And the blood of the wound flowed into the bottom of the chariot. And about sunset a cry went through the army, every man in his city and every man to his country. So the king died and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. And they washed the chariot by the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood, and the harlots washed themselves in it, according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab, and all that he did, and the ivory house which he built, and all the cities which he built, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Ahab slept with his fathers, and as Ahaziah, his son, reigned in his steed. Jehoshaphat, the son of Asa, began to reign over Judah in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was 35 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Asuha. The daughter of Shilhu, Shihi, he walked in 
all the way of Asa, his father. He did not turn aside from it, doing what was right in the sight of the Lord. Yet the high places were not taken away, and the people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Jehoshaphat also made peace with the king of Israel. Now that the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he showed and how he warred, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And the remnant of the male cult prostitutes who remained in the days of his father Asa, he exterminated from the land. <laughs> there was no king in Edom. A deputy was king. Jehoshaphat made ships of Tarshish to go to Ophir for gold, but they did not go, for the ships were wrecked at Eziongeber. Then Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, said to Jehoshaphat, Let my servants go with your servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat was not willing. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father. And Jehoram, his son, reigned in his stead. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel in Samaria in the 17th year of Jehoshaphat king of his of Judah and he reigned two years over Israel he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father then in the way of his mother and in the way of Jeroboam the son of Nebat who made Israel to sin he served Baal and worshipped him and provoked the Lord the God of Israel to anger in every way that his father had done well brothers and sisters that wraps it up for first kings uh, i believe somewhere around 17 through 22 so the sun has come up but it is raining torrentially here in the northern Hudson Valley of the eastern United States. So wherever you find yourself today, whether you're walking, skiing, flying, hovering, know that Jesus Christ loves you, and I do too. So please... Bow your head with me that we may begin our day properly. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Have a beautiful day. God speed.
Please don't dominate the rap check if you got nothing new to say. If you please hold back up the check, this train's got to run today. I spent a little time on the mountain. Spent a little time on the hill. Like some to say, better run away. Others say, better stand still. Now, I don't know, but I've been told it's hard to run with the weight of gold. All the men I've heard is that it's just as hard with the weight of men. You can be nice, you can be nice. It's not just a chance, it's not. One step done and a third begun, and I wonder how good it Spend a little time on the mountain, spend a little time on the hill. Things went down, you don't understand, but I think time will. Now, I don't know, but I was told in the heat of the sun, a man died of cold. Keep on coming on, standing late with the sun so dark and the hours so late. You can't overlook the lack jack of any other habit. It's got no signs of dividing lines and very few rules to guide. I spent a little time on the mountain, I spent a little time on the hill. So please get nothing. I guess they always will. Now I don't know, but I've been told if the horse don't pull, you got to carry the load. I don't know who's back that strong. Maybe find out before too long. One way. Thank you.